are at Mandarin Oriental Cuisine in Needham. Needham, Needham, Needham Massachusetts. Yes, yeah, in Needham. 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 The picture will maybe be posted. This is probably yeah. the first <laughs> podcast ever recorded from an actual restaurant. Certainly from this restaurant at this yeah. table. And the chef noon. will be out shortly. <laughs> yeah, okay. So <laughs> doing this is more of, a dis- or something. more of a discussion than an interview. So, But we do have two special guests. Yes, introduction. Introduce yourselves. Kristen, go ahead. Hi, I'm Kristen King, and excited to be here with BHA. Oh, wait a minute. Why do you get to come, Kristen? I mean, they turn the recorder on. Why do you get to come, Kristen? Kristen? What have you done that's noteworthy that you could tell us about just so we recognize Oh, that's not nice. That's a big question. Tell them you have not failed. I have not failed in my eyes. Do you have an MBA? Yes, I have an you MBA do? Oh. in marketing oh. and finance from NYU, oh. a bioengineering oh. undergrad. Oh, NYU. Oh, patents. you have something in common. That's See, right. that was what I was trying to... companies. I wanted to give you an opportunity to tell me about yourself. So yeah. now you go. You. So now across Anthony, the table, we have well, Anthony. Anthony. He's, so, he's, not, he's kind of diagonally, not really across. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. diagonal. Um, Kitty corner. I am the uh, token HBS grad who's going to be now the whipping boy for the next Ooh, hour. We have, an, we have an NYU grad to make one yeah, also. Right. MBAs, yeah, we have two MBAs. Because the idea was, yeah, was the point? to answer the questions, do MBAs or Harvard Business School MBAs make good entrepreneurs? Oh, really? That's a, that's a very good question. I thought, the, yeah. I thought the topic was, why do they fail all the time? Or how do, do they ever fail? No, do they no, ever no, fail? That was right. Do they ever fail? Do Harvard Business School MBAs and NYU, and NYU MBAs, now, MBAs do they ever fail? So. Ooh, that would well, be well, fun. I can first quickly note, just for my uh, classmates, that Elizabeth Smart went to Stanford, not Harvard. And, there, and, and, and yesterday there was a Crunchbase article um, talking, comparing Stanford and Harvard, and saying Harvard has a slight edge over Stanford uh, CEOs when it comes to the startups. Startups. How, how about failure? How about failure? How about failure? They never better. talk about their failures. Do they ever talk about their failures? Have you ever heard a Harvard Business School graduate alums talk about failure in anything on anything ever? We are risky CEOs to bet on for other reasons, but. In all fairness to Harvard, a lot of the cases that come in that we study about companies with challenges were written by HBSers about HBSers in companies. So that's my one, like, that's my Harvard defense. On the flip side, there are clear risks in investing in a startup that has a HBS graduate as the CEO. And look, all startups are, are a risk. Is that I because th- they think they know everything? Is that kind of what the problem is? Or do you think? Super is great. I, I, think there are, I think there are a few problems. The first is that they, unfortunately for the investor, have a backup. If it goes poorly and it's time for pivot, they can just call McKinsey or Goldman and, and like say, I'm sorry I left, you know, I want my job back. <laughs> Whereas if you don't have that luxury, if you don't have that perfect resume, you're sort of in it and you've got to figure this out and it's plan B and plan C and you've got to make it work, which is fine for investors, whereas the Harvard Business School who leaves, the investor has nothing as a shell company. So That's the risk. No, so invest in a Harvard Business School or MBA graduate or don't invest in them? I would with uh, at least one caveat. The second problem with these guys and gals, and I'm pointing the finger at myself, is they do these startups with this massive mission and this huge scope. And they're sort of writing their TED talk already in their head about how they're going to change the world and they're buying all the Steve Jobs turtlenecks and they're getting ready to be huge. And the problem is <laughs> successful startups are, are rarely unicorns. They can be solid companies like when we saw today. Uh, that has a solid little product and it's never going to be huge. And that 
doesn't attract the NBA. The NBA is trying to, do, to reinvent the world, which is a very low probability. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the risk. It's a, it's is it a low to, bar also. Reinventing the world? Well, very low it, bar. It, it, maybe you're right, but it <laughs> certainly needs it. But, you know. Well, look at our president. <laughs> I could do, had oh, to get second. that in. Can it's we, your podcast. Can we besmirch <laughs> the NYU people, too? Yeah, yeah. No. Let's get a fair shake here at the NYU I did folks. Not, I went to NYU, but not MBA. So, so tell us. I Stern think the good. Stern MBA program was incredible because. How do you not spell only Stern? S T E R N. <laughs> and. I know exactly uh, the yes. building. It's and three buildings to the left of the library. Two or three. I, yes, it's been a while, but yes. Um, I think <laughs> you don't have to always agree with them. Where <laughs> the location is, my whole background's med device and pharma. It really gave me a great strategic view of everything. Uh, I was focused mainly on marketing, but it's hard not to get absorbed into the financial relevance because of most of the market of folks that are down there are very financially driven. Yeah, but this Wall is Street. this so is failure this of the podcast. We need negative. Okay, we need dirt. But we need they dirt. Really were very influential on the details of finance, even for non-financial. But to go into the corporate world, not to go into the entrepreneurial world. Easy for you to say. Yes, that's the French accent. Tripping over your own accent. Blockchain. Blockchain. However, we did a lot of valuations for companies like Vertex Pharmaceuticals before it became huge. Vertex. Well, do you know any failed NYU Stern school grads? Come on. Of course. Okay, we'll get stories. Stories. We need well, stories. Well, let's, let's get a story about. So, you know, we're failure of the podcast. You've heard, I think, at least a few of them, or we've talked about them. She tried you, to stop listening. In yeah, it's a, you know, the, pen, to quit. the pencils like, in the know, ears probably didn't help. Opioids but, of some sort. But do, do you have a failure that, you, you know, uh, something you want to kind of share with us? And then what did you learn kind from it? Kind of a it? catharsis, perhaps. Yeah, we heard people <clears> like this podcast for that. Either that or it takes up all, space. All of them that listen to it are actually at the table. <laughs> it's true. Most of my failures were of uh, innovations within big corporate. So one in particular that comes to mind was from the stent world from years ago and being the market Ooh, leader 60 in minutes that. this this week. Oh, this sounds uh, good. Yeah. Sounding good. Not really listening to customers and really riding that um, market leader role. And then the competition came in and at lower prices really opened that market to some very competitive other companies without naming names and market share was quickly lost. Very different change in company culture. Uh, had to buy another company and exited a certain space. So, so the well, brand rapid. the brand didn't help can we sustain even, can the we price. Talk, I mean, no. the 60 Minutes thing was scathing on stents in Boston mm. Scientific. It was really amazing. There mm. was all kinds of you know corporate screw-ups. Really? What, I, was I, what was it? Well, this was well, about this, five this, years ago? No, this was uh, 60 Minutes this week. Yeah. Oh, this week? Yeah, they oh, talked about that. how. I missed the last five years worth of them. <laughs> 15 <laughs> years worth of two. They used it. Tell us, tell us, yes. tell us. Well, tell us the good uh, stuff. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, That's okay. I'm, I'm a novice. We know your foibles. I have no stents yet. Um, but the idea was is that they were putting in a, a polypropylene plastic. Ooh, you got that, that out. Was, Better that, than Ziad that saying entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Blockchain. I was going to mention ICO. Oh. <laughs> Block. Blockchain. But if you want to invest in blockchain, you have to do the Russian accent. Oh, how blockchain. You? Oh, oh that, I thought that was... Yeah. Uh, the Russian block. Block. <laughs> exactly. That's like Middle Eastern accent. Blockchain. Well, anyway, okay. Anyway, tell us that. about 60 <laughs> minutes. Anyway, so it, it's this, this, this stent deteriorates. 
Oh, that could be when good. Oxygen hits this plastic; it deteriorates. Is there oxygen in the human body? Well, I would think there's there should be some in your blood. Although well, your blood, touch, who knows? Maybe not. Yeah, I'm who knows? feeling pretty blue today. So anyway, I mean, oh. I'm Kristen. You didn't see the show? Yes, I saw the show. Oh, it tell was us. a plastic mesh, and there was a lack of that plastic. So they went overseas, and there were some quality issues, and it was a very uh, very scathing issue. On was it undercover? Did they do it like undercover? The reporters? No, were they had undercover? emails from company executives, and uh, it, it was very. Did they use? They got them. If we went, if we had a hidden camera in the company over the past twenty years, where do you think the moment it went wrong was? Because what I, I love those moments. Because yeah. I, what I suspect is, it it was you like boiling the frog each each <laughs> each degree. There was sort of bad news with this product, a slight bit of bad news every three or four, four months or whatever it is every year. And there just wasn't a big bang of information. We have to stop this. I think it was like when the engineer said, hey, the temperature is below 60. Let's let it take off anyway. Remember that with the uh, Challenger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I was thinking that exact thing. Oh, was that we what happened? group thinking if there's too many logical Well, the frog would be okay at 60 degrees. I think well, it's still 30 degrees, 30. And also don't want to reinvent yeah. because <clears throat> sort of you're Boston Scientific, you're well-known, <laughs> or you're a Harvard MBA, and, you're, and you have a great resume, and just... Stopping and saying, you know what? Everything I just did up to today was wrong. We're starting from scratch. It's very hard to throw all that out. Well, did somebody Especially know? Especially when there's a big know. budget involved. Yeah, if you spend a lot, lot of money. money and it's a yeah. big market. Well, and you're I mean, there's some costs. It's launch day. People, Let's go. Right. Problem is, it's hard to stop and say, you know what? Everything I did was wrong. Start time for something new. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. But the, what little I'm gathering, we don't even have an expert here on what happened. So well, we can just right. make it up. No, no, I think we never stop. Never let the facts get in the way. It's a 60-minute special. So yeah, exactly. So anyway, so did they know? Did the 60-minute special? Did it come out in the 60-minute special that they knew there was a problem? Yes. Was there like that one engineer who said, wait a minute, don't let it take off at 30 degrees below or whatever it was? I don't think like they the knew the extent. No. They had plastic experts They had the said, fact. we got to hide the oh. fact that we're not getting this from an American supplier. Well, they yes. hid that? Yeah. Why did they hide from that? a Chinese supplier. Ooh, did it have like melamine in it? And they were it? rebagging it. Which means no, somebody no, knew about it. No, no, Isn't that correct? No. Yes. Oh. Were the MBA people involved? Were they NYU or Harvard MBAs? Yeah. It sounds like the Madoff thing where they were rebagging all of the, uh, the money. <laughs> Madoff's actually a good example. I, I think when he launched, Madoff launched that fund to be a fund manager. Right. Can we get him? And then it stopped working. You think we can get him yeah. on the podcast? He, he didn't say, look, and I he started spending. Right. Phone, phone at the, the uh, prison. Fund. Right. Instead, he's like, well, let me find some new way to keep it going because right. I can't just stop. Right. But most companies that we've interviewed or about, are we, we're going to Had discussions with, we don't interview anyone. Oh, sorry, sorry. We had a discussion with them. Discussions, I'm sorry. An August Cut group had part. a discussion. Yes, we uh, will do that. They we're still in May. have a point in time <laughs> August, where they can't true. stop anymore. And they keep losing money. And they, it's very, very hard to say, stop, we're done. Fire everybody. We're going well, to you them. must have had investments like that, huh? Where you just can't stop putting money in? Oh, no, I stop early. And often. Often. <laughs> I'm usually I'm usually a one and done guy, and I think if they can't make it, I'd rather get a new bet on the table. So I don't really like to put. So you won't chase money. it. Well, I have, but I have with carbonite, and I have with those were uh, good bets. And that, that Corbis, paid off. And I have yeah. with I didn't with smart cells. Oh, that's so. the bragging. But I did with carbon. He's bragging. <laughs> He's always bragging about those. <laughs> yeah. Not to talk so about to specific go back, investments. So do you need an MBA to be a great entrepreneur? Oh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not because I don't have one. <laughs> well, that's proof. But, but that goes I, the yeah, other way. That, that goes the other way. I might maybe we shouldn't have an MBA. Right. I think it depends on what the startup needs. I mean, MBAs do bring a language to them and a polish. I mean, let's remember what MBAs are: Harvard MBAs and NYU MBAs. 
They are highly successful entrepreneurs of a single company themselves. They got there by making a lot of right decisions what? since, what? since what? like Wait the fifth grade. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't even guess that. There's people there, there, there to agree. Anthony, you knew people there that didn't belong in yeah. the same yeah. class with you. George Bush. HBS doesn't do legacy, do they? Of course. Of course, there's a there's. If you, if you have I, I a building, think, I, it depends how dig, well, deeply they dig right. to make up for the legacy. But you know, I maybe I'm the one that didn't belong because I can't th- look around my classroom. You don't have of somebody that didn't. You didn't uh, see your dad's you. library. No, but in general, the fifth of people. Baker Library, not Gellert Library. It's like when you're in a poker game. <laughs> if if you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then the question is, would you really be on the beach if you're a real entrepreneur? Yeah, probably not. I don't know any real entrepreneurs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We let him get away. We let him get away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So you're not buying. Oh, wait a minute, we got to get our, we got to just for our explicit rating. Okay. This is bullshit. <laughs> okay. By the way, we lost 10, 10 listeners this morning. I was looking oh, at really? Stats. What happened? I don't know. They heard it. They heard it. They, they listened. Listen they listened. They didn't have the 21st <laughs> podcast. I think the only thing we know for sure wasn't Kristen's fault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. wasn't here. No, but the, so that, I look yeah. at so MBAs as good COOs. Really? No, I, no, because there's also a just. I always criticize HBS in weak moments as finishing school for buzzwords. Because once you leave there, you're great at all Did of the... Did you learn the blockchain? Did you learn <laughs> blockchain? No, that's, 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 blockchain. that's from MIT. Blockchain. But so sometimes you need the guy at the, or the gal at the podium who has the polish and able to talk about the five forces and we believe in, we believe there's a moat around our business, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's sort of CEO speak. And that is what you learn. You learn that language. How do they, I'm sorry. How do they teach that to you there? Is there a class in, in how to be? It feels like infused. It, it, it's oh, infused I see. in all of it's the, just the culture. It's the culture, sure, but the, it's the culture of it because you know everybody always let's take a step back and let's unpack this. And let's, did you ever get invited to those really fancy parties that we read about? What at the fishing clubs? That's more Which undergrad. I don't know. There was a big article in the um, oh in the Globe. It must have been five ten years ago about there was the Harvard Business School and then there were the there was the elite section. Uh, with all the nice oh. parties that were the Lamborghinis. I guess we question. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. There were? Surprise no. on my face. Must be. <laughs> I that up. That's why everyone would disappear at five on Friday and you were all alone. I think I was home watching Seinfeld on my VCO. No, this is not a, a, a podcast anti-HBS. It is not. It felt a little bit about it. But it's fun. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm here to agree and defend. Those ladies and, and people at HBS, they rule the world, so we can't go be against them. But when you look at a startup... Is it a plus that there's an MBA on the team or the not to be Not to be MBA? confused with a startup called Astarte. Astarte. Yeah. That's, that's a, an inside that's joke. That's an inside b- yeah. baseball cut, joke. Also okay. cut we'll that. cut that out. I think there's maybe. actually a, maybe a little negative com- connotation when an HBS uh, grad student appears on Failure, the podcast. No, no. When <laughs> when they show up, we, we you know they get they do all the bells and whistles right, but we're not sure they have the stick to itness. The Oh, the, uh, the, the, uh, is, is a problem because, as I said, they can just call McKinsey or Goldman and say, "I'm sorry, can I have my job back?" Right. On the other side, would they hire them back? Like you failed at the startup, so welcome it, back it, to it, our it, banking it world. It adds to the interview. Like I have the scars now. I know what it's like, and I know oh. how to pitch these people. Like you can spin that into something positive. Right. By the way, I blame the 2008 financial crisis on all the MBAs who've built that whole financial system to crash. They were, all, they, were all, they were all from NYU, That's though. Yeah, <laughs> no, not from NYU. It's, that is not, I, I believe that is not the reason why it crashed. Um, 
Is there a vortex in Washington Square? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something going on there that's special that if you wander through that area. So how do you, did you, uh, were at your company, Kristen, were there both NYU MBAs, Harvard MBAs in a mix, and did that change to the, uh, the, the title or the degree granting institution change anything? Or were you all NYU I folks? Think we, no, NYU, Wharton, Columbia, Harvard. So it was a mix of all. And did they get better offices than you did? Well, it depends on the level of the company layer you're, they were at. You're being no fun. <laughs> Come on, dirt. Uh, we want so dirt. I think that, NYU dirt. Yeah, I think NYU was yeah. great. A lot of people were in the part-time program, so you had a lot of work experience, and then you got to dissect some of the hmm. M&A uh, failures or mm. successes and learn from that so it was a very I have a question did good program to bring back to the office speaking of that are the case studies you do mostly about failures or successes or is it Both. a mix really okay. probably more failures yeah, see, than so successes. we're on to something so the case studies are 50 50 like 50 percent sure. failure 50%. I, I remember ours that tip more on the failure side Unless you were learning a very specific skill like finance or negotiation. Finance was... Well, yeah. In that case, you're sort of doing these dry cases about just how do you report. But Did they copy from us? Leadership, of course they copied from I'm saying this is a great, great courses. Yeah, like they, the advent Canada. crisis and the, 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 all these... We should run a course at Harvard. We could do that right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, so is it... You know, I, one of our members who sold his company for $42 billion. Billion, no. Yes. Billion. He with, with a B. went back to school. And he went to oh, another he school. Blockchain. Block, blockchain. We are going to advertise this as a blockchain podcast. He went podcast. to school at another location over there in Cambridge. Ooh, and he not said, the good one. You know, the good one. The cases the good were tired. One. Yeah. They weren't really attuned. The professors were a little tired. Oh, I'm no. not mentioning names here. No, you're and talking about said, the good institution the in Cambridge. The unbelievable situation was the peer group. The peer group was everything. And now where and was it better? No, I'm saying he's saying at this unnamed school that's over in Cambridge. The, the trade school up the, up the, the river. One, the one that's not well, Harvard. I'm not going to try to mention names. I have, <laughs> the one that's I have not a lot Harvard. Of yeah, they, they, called, they called their buddies and say, hey, and all their friends are positioned in a in good company, so it has a network, so you're paying for the network. So I have a question. So that's a positive for an investor, which is that's right. this guy will get this guy or this guy will get funding because yes. there are 10 VCs he or she can call. So the, my qu hmm. small parentheses. So is it finance or finance? For the past 10 years, I'm trying to figure out which one to well, what's the, Wait a minute, what's the French? Are you no, trying it depends to say, on what part of Davos you're from. Are you yeah. trying to say finesse? <laughs> In French, it's finance. Okay, that's how it's done here also. <laughs> okay. Finance. So, so the, the interesting thing about sort of the two school things, since they now cross and roll, you'll have Sloanies in with HBS guys. And Women. So, people and it, and it's not a it's not a huge distinction anymore between I think either end of the Charles River because you can and and you can build your network at both and it That's either. like saying high school students go to MIT and therefore they're there's it's hard to no, distinguish no, no, high school students but from having MIT. lectured a little bit at, at MIT not to drop that oh. Oh. that was a Let me bow I'm going to bow very when people when people would identify themselves oh. and where they were they would say, I'm, I'm a you know, student from HBS, and I'm cross-enrolled. <laughs> I just stuck out my tongue. <laughs> okay. Cross-enrolled. Cross Am I right? I, Maybe so not I, when you were I, there? Not when I was there, but we have MIT uh, HBS marriages, so there you it, go. it's even stronger. That's even worse. <laughs> so, so it's, to the Sound like there's you, a football rivalry or, or anything. Was in the MBA valuable? Did it add to what you knew, or did it simply add a would degree? You do it again? Would you do it again? Of course. 
found oh. it incredible. Really? But I was an engineer trying to oh. get into marketing and finance. Right. Oh. And oh. You weren't killing rats or anything like that? So from that inventor oh. mode, it really opened up my eyes to the whole strategic right. view of... Uh, You're a better person. Kristen, you're a little too serious for this group. Yeah, you are. You yeah, just got to like now. Someone has to actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think? Did it add to what you knew, or is it just a degree? It added a lot. Now, so we're talking about whether to get an MBA or, not. or at Harvard, as opposed to whether they make great CEOs to invest in. Yeah. It, or it gives you an two MBA years anywhere. to reinvent yourself. Whereas if you took two years off from your old job and just sat around thinking through what you wanted to do, like that Mark. would kill your resume. But if you took two years and you happen to be at on a campus that's an MBA, whatever you, whether you learn or not, at least you've got two years to think yeah, through. Yeah, for other... a mere two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Well, but if the studies show that you get that back, and not me, but other people, <laughs> <laughs> you get that back. And, of course, it was it was fantastic. Sorry, and, sorry. So, what did you both learn? What did you learn that was of value? I'm not saying it wasn't, but did you learn more on the the finance side, more on the marketing side, more on just the uh, connection side? What What did you learn? So for me, it was on both, on why some of the decisions were made for uh, the company I was in, in acquisitions, and uh, especially from an engineer into the marketing and commercialization side, what it took to take a product all the way to market. Um, and, and you couldn't learn that somewhere else, like failure of the podcast? I was... Perhaps. You know, the tuition is a little lower. Then. Yeah. No, but, no, but really could, could you have learned that on the job? Could you have learned it on the job? Well, it's like you. Broadly. What did you learn at law school? Did you learn uh, anything at law school? Let's see, nothing I could admit. He learned, he learned how, to, um, how to take the test exactly. so he could I mean, No, no, you do learn a lot. You make sure you, do, you, no. you make friends, you understand, you've been you to judgment. You also learn a number of Brown versus Board of Education. I know that yeah. one. That, yeah. You, you learn a lot. You do learn marketing. a lot at law school. Everybody thinks they can be a marketing, it's, but there marketing is, is a, a whole language. Actually, you know what you, you, right. you learn at law school that maybe this applies to you guys? strategy, there's a lot. No, no, that one's cutting off. Ziad tells me I won't ever interrupt. Ziad told me never interrupt anybody. So it's part of the charm. I'm Italian. We all yeah. There's charm. I know. So what you learn at law school is mostly a way to think because while there are cases like Brown versus Board of Education that will be around for a while, in general you're learning a way to think. So is there an MBA way to think? Like in law law school, teaches you how to think and research mostly how to think and write. Doesn't it teach how to think really negatively? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you come out hating everybody. Yeah. So I mean that's. But no, I like the notion that it's kidding. a language. Yeah, it's it process it through. Yeah, it's, it's a number of languages. So I went there having been an investment banker for three, a very junior investment banker for three years. And so I knew that language. I knew what EBITDA and revenue were and the difference. I know Did what you know was it. blockchain? Blockchain. I, I, wish no blockchain. Had, I wish we had blockchain. That was at, uh, Crypto. At, but I had no idea what marketing was or negotiations. or. or Did you learn about that sure. there? For sure. And was sure. there, yeah. is there no it gives you receptacles from in which to like as you as you read more things over time you now know where to categorize them. What were the what were Michael Porter's five forces? Well, when they're banged into you for a year, then you understand what a Wait, one more time. By, by How Michael would you Porter. characterize <laughs> blockchain? It's not like that. You have to say it's right. It's blockchain. <laughs> you realize in the end that we, to get more hits on the podcast, we're going to yeah, publicize. No, no, hashtag, we're never funny. Yeah, we're going to publicize blockchain. it as a blockchain one. Oh, <laughs> it's turned into a blockchain podcast. No, they, they, Although we're doing a VR one too, <laughs> virtual it's, reality. It's, uh, so when we, this is really interesting. When we study the well, team don't, office, don't pat yourself on the back. No, this is near, like it's the my subject. Job. <laughs> <laughs> if you so the best composition of uh, of a team is someone who's street smart, who's persistent, who's going to do whatever it takes to make the company successful. Yes. Someone who's an MBA who it was knows Bernie the, Madoff. The, yeah. The, the, right, yeah, he was quite uh, successful. He had street yeah, that's smarts. Right, that's right. Do whatever it takes. So, mm -hmm. is 
well, let me spin the question around. Oh, oh. Are business help you. schools Blockchain. now teaching more entrepreneurship just to adapt to what's happening in the outside world, where there's a need for entrepreneurship? Wait as opposed to a minute. The old school where they were they were grooming the next investment oh, bankers yeah, and suit true, wearing, true. Uh, uh, arrogant. I hope the answer is uh, both. I hope the answer is both because there must be two classes of students. Why are students. you giving the answer? Because I'm bored. I because always, that's what <laughs> that's what David does. He I did, always do. Guess I had. My I'm dad kidding, used to bored. be in the radio business, and he said, you "Whenever learn? you're stuck." You give the time and the temperature. <laughs> That's, That's true. I can only speak to two things I've seen at HBS since being a graduate. I mean, I graduated more than 20 years ago. Um, you don't look a day over 50. Thank you. But you still talk about it, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, we asked him to talk about it. We did. It. Well, there are two, there are two things is I can speak to Is that an MIT professor talking about dropping stuffing? No, we told him to talk just about keep, blockchain. Just plow through it. Blockchain. Block- <laughs> He's got it. He got it. Blockchain. You're in. <laughs> well, that's no, the but my note. point is that <laughs> yes, there are two things. You're a Harvard Business School graduate yes. forever. Yes. So there are two things. First of all, I'm an angel investor do you have because an email of ad- Harvard. Do you have an email address, alum.hbs.edu now? Yes. Oh, do you use it? I, that's all. That's all I use. Oh, oh. do you have a, a delum.nyu.edu? Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I first got there, we ha- they gave us free AOL accounts. So that's how long. Oh, you've ago. got mail. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, I thought you were gonna say free ale. So, that, no. I'm an angel investor because of Harvard Business School. They started an angel. Do you belong to a group at all here? Uh, <laughs> a, a great group in Boston. Oh, there we go. It's great. Check, please. But okay, I got my feet wet at an HBS Angel Club in New York, and I'm on the board now. But I joined it at sort of a lark. The emails kept coming through. I'm like, what is this thing? Is this sort of Shark Tank uh, live, whatever? And then I joined, and I loved it so much, I joined the board and joined other angel groups. But had Harvard not peppered me with those emails and not had the club in the first place, I would never be an angel investor. And the second thing is they have something called iLab, um, and it was a little bit of Stanford. I've Envy, been in the iLab. Stanford Envy. Uh, but I think it's great now, which unifies the entire university. So if a, a Harvard oh. College kid has a startup idea but wants sort of the business right. perspective, they call some MBA to help out, and then they need the IP lawyer from Harvard Law, and so they all meet oh, in the iLab. Cool. It unifies the university in these. It's like the blind leading the blind at that point. Well, isn't all angel investing? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's but true. Uh, those were two things that were Unless it's clear. blockchain. 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 You, yeah, there we go. There we go. You got there we go. <laughs> So, I mean, clear what's, what's the weather? <laughs> so we haven't really advanced the topic. Yeah, what does degrees? an MBA or a Harvard Business School grad make a great entrepreneur? So, so it depends on the person at the no, end of the I day. I think there are patterns. And it's the same pattern with, we've all seen it, The whether they're MBAs or not, Harvard MBAs or not. They start their presentation with the bios of everybody on there. And I'm always frustrated with that. Oh, I, I always think that. if that's your, if your that. best message, that was one of the presentations today. That was awful. And if, if your best, Mick liked it though. If your best information, if your best pitch the team. is what you used to do in your past jobs, well, and where you used well, to go. Oh, wait, 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 wait. David Friend okay. showed up, so it can't work really hey, we well. Don't give names. Oh, I'm sorry. Friend David showed up. Our friend, David. <laughs> our friend David showed up, whose name can go both ways there, and he told us about all his great uh, companies. Uh, what, five successful well, exits I out of seven? It, so that was actually a nice history to know. I, I think that shouldn't be your first slide. I think it's, I, this I is think, what I'm doing. I think you got to go to your strength, whatever that is. Yeah, and you, if it is your resume, that's what you got to go to. That's a problem for if me you're, if you're, if you, yeah, But well, if, you're, if your thing an stands, indicator of, of future success. If you have a dog brush that's self-cleaning, yeah. You know, let's, you let's would want to show randomly. that. You wouldn't want to say, "I went to Harvard Business School, and I got this dog brush that I do whatever." <laughs> You'd say, "I've got this it. dog brush. It's self-cleaning." Yeah. And by the way, I went to Harvard. So I, anyway. but I think that whatever. My feeling on that 
applies to HBSers and non-HBSers, which is it shouldn't be your resume, which is the first thing that you're pitching to me. <clears throat> because if that's your best thing, that's not an investment for me. That's should great it, for your parents because they're happy. They think they're yeah, impressing the room by saying, hi, my name is... Uh, yes, it should have come out at all. I'll argue it shouldn't come out at all. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe due yeah. diligence. But that's my problem with HBSers and all people with their great resumes is that is now not the most yeah. important thing. Yeah. What's your feeling on the elevator pitch? We were talking about that right before we started yes. rolling. I think any business. <laughs> Where did that question come <laughs> from? Down, if you can't boil it down on an elevator pitch, you don't understand. You, you, the, one of the biggest problems is you are likely so we, in love. That was the last broadcast. You the world That's right. That you're embarrassed you, to boil it down. Which, which means you have such you have this huge opinion about yourself that you can't right. just boil down your business into something. I you forgot to turn on the recorder. Sacks down into a single elevator pitch, and they're a big company that makes a lot of money. If you can't boil yourself down, you think you're changing the world, and you're probably not. What's the, what's the gold? What's the Goldman Sachs elevator pitch? We just, connect. Uh, we, we connect companies that need capital with people that have capital. That's a nice pitch. Uh, that's that's, that's, that's what all investment banking is. Right. It's Pro different ways, whether it's investing, whatever. Or I think I it should be called an escalator pitch. It goes a little bit longer, you're, you're out in the is open. Is it the downward? But, someone, but someone's down. on the higher thing, they're looking yeah. down at the other guy. So, Kristen, do you make use of your MBA excessively? I do. Oh, really? As in Anthony suggests? Excessively? Just on your resume or on everywhere? No, when I look at things analytically... Do you walk into a room saying, I'm an NYU Stern School grad? Oh, do I say it? Yeah. No, I didn't mean that. I'd rather just analyze You wouldn't rest on your laurels. No. I go by experience and roll up your sleeves and get her done. Okay, well, there we go. Well, at NYU, you have these purple flags to locate the buildings. That's, so that's all I remember from NYU. Okay. <laughs> that's how he located the building. <laughs> it's 68 degrees and 230. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to write up, or somebody has to write up a, a summary of this podcast, other than saying it has to do with blockchain. blockchain. I guess it's about well, MBAs. It's about MBAs. MBAs. The so value the of an MBA. Was, so say, we've done do, something useful. Do Harvard Business School and MBAs in general make great entrepreneurs. And insulate you from failure. It hasn't. See? And do they ever fail? No, they're here at Failure Podcast, so, so clearly it doesn't I've insulate you. Yeah. Is they never talk about their failures. Yes, they don't. Well, and when they fail, let, they let's go see. to McKinsey. Can you talk about a failure? Sure. Oh, in, Kristen in, had a shot, and she would not. Well, well you, you, you can reconsider. Another, okay. All right. Okay. All right. First I failure. A perfectly good job. Unnamed companies. Unnamed companies. Everything unnamed, even my current company, unnamed. Um, I left a pretty good job because I wanted to launch my own hedge fund. I thought. Uh, oh, that sounds hedgy. I thought I had a How hard beat can it be? on a better. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute. Mick's favorite line is what could possibly go what wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I was following the advice of, I think it, he's a controversial figure now, Woody Allen, but he once said 90% of life me is too showing moment. up. Right. That is not true in the hedge fund world. <laughs> so I showed up, with, I put up my shingle, and, and got the documents and launched the hedge fund, and it was not good. I was a disaster. Um, because it turned out I was more of a wantrepreneur than an entrepreneur. My, uh, my shark what, did, what was that called? A wantrepreneur. A wantrepreneur. I just oh, wanted to run my hedge fund. I love fund. that. Oh, I wanted to run great. my hedge fund, and I didn't really have a, a new approach. weeknights at, at 7 o'clock on CNBC. I you have, hear that term I have a question hour. for the MBAs at the table. What the hell is a hedge fund? It's a, you hedge your funds. There we go. It's like a hedgehog. It's an investment vehicle. Is it a hedgehog? It, it What's is, a hedge fund? It is merely, so a simplistic a way to uh, invest is a mutual fund. I may have a chance of just, understanding you that. You buy a stock and you hope it goes up. If you do anything slightly more complex than that, like bet on five stocks to go up, but bet on two stocks to go down. Oh, you're you hedging. How, you're hedging. That's oh, a hedge fund. Or then you can add other layers of complexity to that. But the mere fact that you're not doing it the simple way, which is I buy a stock, I hope it goes up. 
Oh. Anything beyond that is hedging your bet. There's a hedge to what you're doing. So does gold has nothing to do yeah. with clippers and uh, yeah, we lawn saw maintenance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no hedges. Hedges. No. A hedge fund invests in lawn care equipment. So, okay. So you start, you hung, up, you hung oh, out your shade. Interview oh, style. Oh, my. I want to keep the thread here so I can get it. those who want to hang up, you can shut the Mark's going to Mark's going to moderate the role. 2.30. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need like credit. It's been 2.30 for an hour. It's beginning now. So. Okay. So it was a was classic. I, I think it, it does fit into what we're talking about because it was a classic <laughs> HBS uh, failure, which is I was trying to do everything. I was trying to have a fund that was good at A, B, and C. Yeah. And two pivots later, I now run a fund that just focuses on A. Just to well, make it simple, and because I wanted this huge scope. So can you let's so get you learn the, from failure? Let's get into for the sure. details more. What? So I'm sorry. You, you want to be a entrepreneur. So what? Get into some of the details if you can about what was it about that first fund, that hedge fund that didn't work that you did wrong. You know, dissect this thing. So I, I thought I could crowdsource. This is before the oh. internet. I could crowdsource the. Well, did you use blockchain? Oh. No, no, I, <laughs> blockchain. <laughs> I called keep, it blockchain, which might never work. Keep rolling, keep rolling through it. People kept asking, like, what are you talking about? Blockchain. I thought, blockchain. blockchain. I thought being, I thought because I had a great network, and by the way, I raised money with this great network, so there, there was. You had a good I got, Rolodex. I had a great Rolodex, so I got my tuition back in that respect. Uh, and I thought I could do the same thing with my Rolodex of calling around all the people I knew in the hedge fund world and compile their best ideas. And, and then, then do it. And then put those in my portfolio, sort of be an index oh. of all the best ideas Oh, that's people. a great idea. Wow. So How'd that work? Fund, hedge fund of uh, hedge funds. It didn't work at all. Why not? Uh, because not only that, not only did I do it that way, and then when things go poorly, you know, you sort of trade around them. You say, wait, maybe that guy's an idiot. I'm going to sell his idea. Like, you just go crazy. Cause we say that about Mick all the time. You're desperate to be, to be successful, and you don't actually have a North Star to say, I'm going to do this. No matter you what. did. No thesis. You, so you have to have an initial success, and then you to give you the confidence. And I, I thought I could time the market. Uh, um, so a question. Sorry. To oh yes. Oh. I, I'm really sorry. To yeah, you are very sorry. <laughs> you are a sorry sack. Did you actually have a Rolodex? Because I met once a guy who had this. Roll. Oh, remember that? Of yeah, of real Rolodex. Yeah, real Rolodex. Yeah, in the eighties we had. And those. it was full of names. And, and you'd he staple would, your business cards to them. Yes. Yeah, they stuck up in the top. David Rockefeller supposedly had like eight or ten oh, Rolodexes really? that were full. Well, that worked and for him. Was very that was not a failure. I have shoeboxes full of business cards, but so look where that got you. Is, when the spinny thing is full, you just start another one. If you're David Rockefeller. So yeah. And you know, somebody I, there was a question in there, but I forgot it, so it's <laughs> not even important. You overstuff the spinny thing; it doesn't spin very well. So you have to start right. the second one earlier than you think. Oh, because there's sort of a flip aspect to it. Yeah, we're all old enough. For to any, work yeah, anyone under the age of thirty, Google the word Rolodex. Yeah. R O L O D E X. You'll see that. Yeah. Huh. So okay. coming back. That was before okay, the so long was it, this was was the it was a lousy approach. There was a there was a story this weekend in the Times about cover of the times about a woman who donated nine million to a local i'll say boys and girls club but something like that or a local library something and she had followed the investment advice of her she was an employee number three at a law firm and the and the lawyer who had started the firm would whatever he would invest in she would say he would he would yell out back in the before the me too movement he would say hey mildred go invest in you know 100 shares of blank and so she would invest 100 shares of blank using his bank account and then she'd invest in like one share for herself and she made a quite a ton of money doing this so that didn't work for you but it worked for her well there we, there we are <laughs> i wish i wish i'd called her first <laughs> was it in your rolodex 
no, so, this is this is great. So we, we I want Kristen to have equal time. We we said she'd get one more failure story, and we'll call if, this if, a quick if failure. Kristen wants yeah, cool. Well, okay. Get a long-winded one would be or, good. Well, yeah, I can talk or an about interesting story yeah. or yeah. anything. So yeah. in one of my first business development roles, and looking at licensing several different technologies to expand. Um, a portfolio into new markets uh, I, of life sciences would, stuff of life sciences I, I would say my biggest lesson was probably trust my gut so we went ahead and I was new so were these uh, were these drugs were they, they was were, this a portfolio of drugs devices. on biomes or no? medical devices and infection control <laughs> you have to trust and your gut I trusted my gut and I trusted the people oh. before me and I go? would say due diligence due diligence due diligence to my younger self and in no in negotiating they were very secretive you did not follow mixed philosophy of just do it I did I, I followed and what and happened in the end yeah there were uh, probably a year in the product Tanked. did not do what it was supposed to do inside of a hospital setting. It would have been great if Ooh. it was in a Were there dead bodies? There was nothing wet on it. Dead people? Any no dead, dead people? No dead people. It oh. wasn't. But due oh, diligence so. would have been very So did anyone get on. fired? Did yeah. anyone... Did, well, we wound up having to really untangle an agreement with this Did you get fired? Company. Did no, you get fired? I didn't. Oh. Um, Did you start taking was, probiotics? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, it was a it was a lesson in really believing the science behind it and the relationship between the head of R R and D and that company, um, without going in and really doing hardcore. So, wait, you listen, you, so your gut told you I've got to check into this. Yes. Okay. And there were two. Many and there were, was it a commercial failure or a scientific failure in terms of why the deal fell apart? This is, I'm interviewing Both. her, sorry. Sure. Oh, God, so the please. science itself did not work oh my God. in the commercial in setting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just I'm didn't sorry. understand. It didn't no, work in a hospital. No, we're, we're, so we're, you can't just, just talk to we're me. We're snoring at these other two. We're snoring at yes. Corner silence. So. 68 degrees, 240. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm never going to be invited back again. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Why are you going to tie together all these? No, I'm going to tie together these loose threads. Yes. I read in the paper while this great presentation was going on. Did You You guys must have seen this also about the snails. Did you read the snail story? Oh. What's, a, what's a paper? The newspaper. Oh, I'm sorry. The newspaper was online. NYTimes.com. So the snail okay. story. You should have read this during one of the presentations today. Is that like a Rolodex? So what they did was they had... You we saw some angelfish the other day. Wait a minute. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Get there. Don't you guys remember from this, those of you who were alive, in the 60s, they would feed chopped up uh, worms to other worms, and the worms that ate the chopped up worms would actually learn some of the memories from the chopped up ones. Do you remember oh. that? Anyway, this experiment's now being redone, and this it was... With Snails. <laughs> well, not yet. Um, so what they did was they took um, snails. There's some particular type of snail that has large neurons, um, and they would take some of the neurons and get the RNA out of them or other components of them and, and inject them or feed them to other snails. So there was a point here. So what I was going to suggest the is that bring the snail would have known about. Yes, and they learned. And so the, the the snail that ate the or <laughs> that had the RNA from the first snail would learn what the first snail had learned. So to bring this all together with your comment on probiotics and your thing about in the I'm sorry in the, in the the investor woman who are they, the secretary reaching. I'm reaching I'm reaching. reaching but what yeah. she could do is maybe what we could do is have a probiotic that is somehow generated and I don't want to think about this from a successful investor and then the rest of us eat them and we'll inside a snail shell inside a snail shell. There we successful go. Successful investor, not successful entrepreneur. Oh, either. Right. Look, right either. now, Somebody all successful. you have to do is invest in what? Blockchain. 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 Your, Blockchain. You're golden. And thank you, 
all of you. Wait, yes. Thank you to so, Anthony. Oh, the others. Mark wants to get the last word. I wanted the, my, I'm, gonna, I'm requesting the last word. So I, since we are in a Chinese, uh, restaurant. Chinese restaurant, my fortune. Oh, this could be a copyright infringement. But go no, ahead. it's not it, it, because, it's, <laughs> because it's a tri-trivial phrase. Says you need not worry about your future. Okay, all together. In bed. <laughs> We're done. Bye bye. Shut that off, will you? Thank you.